get started here. Praise the Lord. Oh, I just want to I just want to look at this morning about about asking and receiving from the Lord. But anyway, you know, to start this out, uh, you know, if you, if you go to Genesis chapter one here, and uh, oh, there we go. Took a second to come up here. Oh, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Oh, uh, you know, it's so interesting. I, I had uh, I had used my voice using the Living Bible, and I'm all the way up to Genesis twenty two. And they're out there. If you go to the, the website to listen to these messages, you'll see Genesis chapter 1. Genesis. If you'll pull those out, if you can, on a playlist, you can listen to the Bible. But anyway, I've listened to it so much now, I like to go through and go, okay, day one. Well, let there be light. Yes, right. There was, there was light on day one. Now, this has everything to do with asking from the Lord. Okay. Day one, you know, he just said, let there be light. Okay. And in day two, he separated the waters below from the waters above. And he's still talking about the earth here. It's almost like we think it's massive. And then some people go, well, well why? it's a contradiction because the sun wasn't created till day four. Well, you know how to make artificial light. Get a lighter. Go, you can turn a light on. It's, it, everything's, every, our momentum with our belief system is it can't be God sometimes. I mean, we have to, and you have to get that out of the way. And thinking, well, it's got to be, it's not an evolution. Matter of fact, the probability, if you go look, search things for related to young earth or just, I don't believe in evolution. Evolution doesn't work. It's always the missing link. It's not there. Okay. But anyway, but they try to just get us to believe that if it's been zillions of years, it had to have happened once. Well, even mathematics, it's not true. It won't. Okay. But anyway, let's stay with this. So day one, light. Day two, separation of the vapors below, the waters below and the waters above. Okay. But then day three, Oh, those oceans were gathered together and the dry land appeared. Okay. Day four, I mean, I could just name all these. Day four, that was when the stars were created and the sun and the moon, and it was for times and seasons. And they weren't created until day four. Day five was fish and birds. Day six, all the animals. And then finally, we get down to what? You and I show up. We weren't like, well, we'll just see. Well, why don't we just... No, it was a major deal. It was a major deal. So that was the end of the fifth day. Let's say, here's the sixth day. Let the earth bring forth every kind of animal, cattle, reptiles, wildlife, every kind. And so it was. God made all sorts of animals and cattle and reptiles, and God was pleased with what he was done. Anyway, God said, let's make, let's make a man, someone like ourselves, to be... Look at this. Master... Today we have it. God created us to be smushed and stepped on and, and learn how. I, I, I heard a preacher this morning. I turned it on as fast as I could. He said, he was saying, hey, see, they have their own mind made up before they even teach. And they go, cast thy burden upon the Lord. You know what burden is? It's what God gave you. And I thought, God didn't give you the burden. Why, cast, uh, why would I have to cast it on him? If he gave it to me, he already knows all about it. Oh, just goes all over us. Anyway. God said, let us make man, someone like us, let them be master of all life on the earth, skies and seas. In other words, God actually, and notice in the order, he built everything and then all of a sudden handed it off to you and I. Praise the Lord. Well, anyway, so uh, <clears throat> we already see that um, God's already on our side about this whole thing. So anyway, he blessed them, said multiply, uh, fill the earth. Uh, subdue it, you're masters of the birds, fish, and animals. Look, I've given you, okay, all this wonderful stuff, you know. All right, uh, interesting here, that ended the sixth day. It's so funny about, there's, you, you've got everybody cornered, you could say, uh, 
uh, our calendar is dated by the death of Jesus Christ, before Christ, after death, A.D., B.C. But anyway, the term week, the week itself, it comes from biblical. Six days and one day of rest. That, there's no other place it ever come from. And we use it today, even though the ones who, I'm not going to believe in there's no God. It's too late. All of civilization runs off of a seven-day thing. And it's not because of some timing thing. It's because the timing of the Lord. He created day one, day two, day three, day four. Anyway. But anyway, you go into the second chapter here. And I just want you to see this. At last, the heavens and the earth were successfully completed with all they contained. So on the seventh day, having finished his task, God ceased this work he had been doing. God blessed the seventh day, declared it holy because it was the day he ceased his work of creation. I mean, he did this in a literal seven days because chapter four says the moon, stars, and all the planets, let them be for times and seasons. I downloaded a new app yesterday and it was so cool because I had I had read that uh, Saturn... It's because it's a little funny song I got from a garage sale. Dustin and them know these songs. It's Saturn, what a little chucking and jiving song, whatever. But the people long ago, they didn't have telescopes. They thought the planet had ears. Well, when the planet come by, it's oblong in a certain way because Saturn's rings and stuff. This is years ago without telescopes. People could look up there and go. And so I had downloaded this application so that I could, and you take your phone and you can go through the earth or above the earth, whatever. And I was looking for where Saturn was. Oh, there it is. It was still down below the horizon. But it's still fascinating to know oh, that God created all that, you know. I mean, it's really interesting. I mean, we get, uh, they, it's almost like we were talking about peer pressure earlier. It's like, well, <laughs> you, don't, you don't believe God created all this stuff. <laughs> well, to be in the in crowd, you have to go, well, no, no. I, I think it probably took millions and millions of years. Well, that doesn't line up with the scriptures. Day four, times and seasons were because of those, those months. I mean, because of those, it was a literal six days. And they say, well, those people lived a long time. And you can't, well, again, Jacob, no. Yeah, yeah, Jacob. Jacob before Pharaoh. Pharaoh says to Jacob, how old are you? And Jacob says, 153, but not near as old as some of my ancestors. <gasps> well, see, I didn't hear that in Sunday school class. I heard it by reading the scriptures, you know. And, and I'm like, well, that just nailed it right there. These people actually did live a long time. Praise the Lord. Okay, anyway, so here we are. Here's a summary of the events. So remember, we're talking about asking from the Lord. So all creation was created for what? For you and I. There were no plants and grains sprouting up across the earth. The Lord hadn't sent any rain, nor was there anyone to farm the soil. However, look how God's provided so much. However, water welled up from the ground. Certain places flowed across the land. This is Genesis 2. The time when the Lord God formed a man's body from the dust of the ground, breathed into the breath of life, he became a living person. Notice it's all about Adam. Then the Lord planted a garden in Eden to the east and placed in the garden the man whom he formed. Wow, he... Uh, he made a garden, put man in it. Anyway, all these beautiful trees and whatever, the tree of life, and of course the tree of conscience, or you could say the knowledge of good and evil. Uh, and he says a river flowed through it, uh, and it watered everything. Uh, one branch was Pishon, one is called, uh, it goes all across the length of Havilah. Nug look at this, nuggets of pure gold are found. Praise the Lord. Beautiful bedellum and lapis lazuli. lazuli. You know, these these stones are still around today. You can get rings that's got this stuff or whatever. The second branch is Giha, crossing the land of Cush. Look at this. The Tigris flows east to the city of Asher. The fourth is the Euphrates. So somewhere in there, you know, before the flood, that garden was somewhere in there. That's the reason they'll have sometimes they'll have movies and stuff about 
trying to find the tree of life, whatever. It sits around there somewhere, obviously. But God's put a, uh-oh, he's got a guard around it. Okay, but I want you to see this. So let's skip down a little bit. He said, it's not good for man to be alone. I'm going to make him a companion, a helper suited for his needs. So notice this, he formed out of the soil every kind of animal bird and brought them to man to see what he would call them. Whatever he called them, that was their name. But there was no proper helper for him. Of course, you know what happened. Of course, he created a woman. But anyway, notice it's all about the Lord blessing man. It was all about man. Now, we're not going to go into, we know what happened in chapter 3. Oh, my goodness. Oh, you know, they fell. I want us to go right next to, uh, we're going to go to uh, a psalm of David. And, oops, I passed it. This would be the the book of Psalms. This is like 2,500 years later. Uh, Going to Psalm 8 here. Look what David wrote about, uh, it's about creation. Watch this. O Lord our God, the, the majesty and glory of your name fills all the earth, overflows the heavens. You have taught little children to praise you, praise you perfectly. Made their example, shame and silence your enemies. Okay, even little kids are going to praise him. Oh. Verse 3, when I look up into the night skies, and I, when I was looping around a New Hope last night, it just is so dark, but the sky was just beautiful. Mercy. Gee. That's the reason I, I thought, where's Saturn at? I want to see if I can see those ears, you know, but it was, it was below the horizon. I couldn't see it. But Jupiter was right up there. And, that, and I can actually see, you can actually with binoculars or take your rifle scope and look, you can see the tiny moons around Jupiter. They're visible. And Jupiter would be right here when the sun goes down. Well, it's coming up at 8 o'clock at night right there. Anyway, when I look up at the night skies and see the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have made. I mean, that's the reason, you know, we don't need to be assuming that, oh, I guess it's just, uh, you know, somebody just smoking dope was on this and they might. No, God created all this stuff. This helps you when you're facing your troubles. When you're facing all kinds of troubles, you're going, praise God, he made all this stuff. And he made me. Okay. When I look up at the night skies and see the work of your fingers, the moon, the stars which you have made, I can under... I, I cannot understand how you can bother, look at this, with mere puny, in other words, you could be talking about yourself, why do you bother with us to pay any attention to him? Yet you've made him a little lower than the angels, placed him, placed a crown of glory upon his head, you've put him in charge of everything you made. Now this is 2,500, um, something like that, years after creation, so this is obviously after man had fallen. Well, we still didn't lose anything. We lost our, we don't have the right to come uh, marching into his throne where he's at. That's the reason the, the garden was, they were kicked out. We have no entrance other than we just have to trust the Lord and he'll help us. It's, it's a little harder than it used to be, but not anymore. Now he's this close. When Jesus died, he's this close. All of us. We don't have to go through a priest. Or, that's our priest now. Anyway, we know these things. You put him in charge of everything you made. Everything is put under his authority. All sheep, oxen, wild animals too, the birds and fish and all life in the seas. Jehovah our Lord, the majesty and glory of your name fills all the earth. That's the end of it. Well, then where, where does that put us? Well, let's go to, uh, well, we're at Psalm uh, 8. Let's just zip up a little bit. Let's go all the way to 34 just a moment because we're talking about asking. So it, it makes sense that we can ask for help of the Lord. He says, I'll praise the Lord no matter what happens. I'll constantly speak of His glories and grace. I will boast of His kindness to me. Let all who are discouraged, you ever felt discouraged? He says, take heart. Now listen, these things just won't happen. You have to take courage. You've got to trust in the Lord. I mean, it's not good enough to just say, well, I just believe you're there. No, 
Look what he says. Let us praise the Lord together and exalt his name. For I cried to him. Boy, we have all the details. A lot of stories he told us. And he did exactly this. He said, I cried to him and he answered me. He freed me, look at this, from all my fears. This is not some sort of guitar picking, piano music type thing. This is just a, oh, I can do this. Now look at this. Look at five. Others too, in other words, they did what I did, were radiant at what he did for them. That's the reason I like getting praise reports. Praise the Lord. I like to hear what happened to Phil and Laura and Gavin and Dustin. Now look at this. Look what it says. Theirs was no downcast look of rejection. Just like Phil was talking before we got rolling. We were drinking coffee back there. And he said when he felt bad sometimes, he says, all of a sudden, you know, he just just starts thinking about the Lord and asking the Lord to help him. And all of a sudden, he forgets what happened. It's, he's taken care of. Praise the Lord. And then this is king. This is, I mean... <laughs> David was unstoppable. And look what he called himself. This poor man. That's the reason he danced naked in front of the altar, in front of the, the Ark of the Covenant when they brought it back into town. And his wife, Michael, she was mad about it. Well, you just, she, the Living Bible says you out there acting like a pervert. <laughs> but David said, God took me and I was nothing but a cheese bear. I, had, I was nothing but a sheep person. And he took somebody who was as lowly as a dog and made me king. I will dance before him and show everybody that I was a nobody. That's what David was saying. Wow. Man, it's amazing. And so where can we get from that? Well, you got to be the lucky ones. Lucky nothing. Anyway, this poor man cried to the Lord. The Lord heard him, saved him out of his troubles. And then it says, the angel of the Lord. Boy, this is something. If you believe in creation, of course we do. I'm not saying we don't. But look at this. The angel of the Lord guards and rescues all who reference him. That just means trust him. It's not some major thing we go through. We trust him. Saw a beautiful picture the other day. It was a great hand painting. And this is some of the traditions that we have in America. Uh, but it, well, it's true. It had two little kids. Because I was with my grandkids this weekend. And I thought about it too. You can't keep your eyes on them all the time. You know? And... The older daughter, or the old, yeah, the older daughter had the little boy, and they were going across a terrible bridge. You know, it had holes in it, but they didn't care. And there was this massive angel. It was a woman, you know, and she was like, like this. And it's a good picture, letting you know that the angels are right there. And oh, that is the absolute truth. Okay, you know the angels. Remember when Pharaoh chased them through the Red Sea, the Israelites, they walked, they got across, and they turned and looked back. And boy, the walls were fixing to come down, but the Bible says that the Lord sent an angel and pulled all their wheels off. <laughs> and even Pharaoh said, the Lord's working against us. And all of a sudden, boom, the waters came in and killed them all. Anyway, look at this. Oh, put God to the test and see how kind He is. Now, He didn't say, just see, it, see if it happens. No. You and I need to believe the Lord. For see yourself how His ways of mercy shower down on all those who trust in Him. Now remember, trust in Him is not just believing there's a God. You're trusting that He'll do this. So let's jump right on into uh, some things. These are all, <laughs> every bit of this is prayer. Let's jump right over here looking at Jesus who actually is the Lord. This is the Lord. Let's just jump right here in 8. I like some things here in 8. Large crowds followed Jesus as He came down the hillside. Look. Remember the King James says, behold, that's what, behold, look, a leper is approaching. Remember what that is. Everybody's afraid, don't get near me. I don't want to catch that stuff. Makes your fingers rot off, your nose, your ears rot off. Oh, terrible. He kneels before him. Now, why is he doing this? This leper had heard. It wasn't like, hey, I just have a brilliant idea. No, he heard 
Just like Naaman heard, jumping the Jordan seven times, the prophet said, and I'll be okay. Because my little servant girl said if I'd just go back, I could get healed. They, it was all, they knew these things were for us. He said, uh, if you want to, you can heal me. Well, we have those same questions, and sometimes we feel that way too. We're wondering, is it the Lord's will? Look what he had. He said, yeah. Jesus touched them. And boy, he touched him. Praise the Lord. I want to be healed. Wow. Instantly, the leprosy disappeared. Jesus said to him, don't talk to anyone. Go right over to the priest to be examined. Take with you the offering required by Moses uh, for the lepers who are healed. What? Yeah. Go back. See the Leviticus? It's so easy to find. It's not like you've got to go through millions of newspapers. It's either Leviticus or Numbers. I don't think it's Deuteronomy. No, Deuteronomy's a re- it's, you'll find it. Leviticus, Deuteronomy. There's a whole section, about three chapters about lepers. Wow. When Jesus arrived in Capernaum, now notice, where is the learn to be a better Christian between verse 4 and 5? There's not one. Trust me, when, boy, the Lord pours out his blessings, we will have a response. And if we don't, it's okay. The Lord has our number. He's always going to be good to us. We're just making it hard on ourselves if we don't want to serve the Lord. When Jesus arrived at Capernaum, the next town, whatever, Decatur, Huntsville, a Roman army captain came to him, pled with him to come to his home and heal. Now, what makes him think he's worthy? Well, he knows he's going to mention I'm not worthy. He's just going to say, you made all the earth and all the beauty and everything, and I know this is what you do, and I'm asking you for your help. And God has help. He said, my servant boy. You're an army captain. What do you see? It's it's just amazing. I know people, and I thought they're just so high and whatever, but yet they still care for other people. See, it's good to see that, and thank God we do. He said, "This guy's in bed. He's paralyzed." Well, that's lights out. You can't, it's over with. It was a broken spinal cord. You can forget that. Whoa, 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 we got Jesus. Look at that pain, pain. Oh, we're familiar with that. Yes, I will come and heal him. Now, whoa, 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 whoa. What happened? This guy, you could say you, you came to Jesus. That's all it takes. And he's with us. He never leaves. Jesus said before he left, he said, I'm with you always, even under the end. He didn't say, you're on your own. He said, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst. The officer said, sir, I, look at this. I'm not worthy to have you in my home. Well, then why don't you say it's, I'm not worthy for this healing? He didn't say that because he knew God is merciful. He knew, shall we say in Psalm 34, Try the Lord. Try Him. Wow. He said, notice what he says. It isn't necessary for you to come. Oh, my goodness. Now, that just pulled us into 2016 right there because I can't see Jesus. You do not have to show up at my house. You can just say something. And we know, based on our prayers, that's what saying something is. He said, oh, if you'll stand here and say, be healed, my servant will get well. I know. Because I'm under authority with my superior officers and I have authority over my soldiers. And I say, hey, you go do this. And another goes. I say, come. And he comes. And to my slave boy, do this or that. And he does it. And I know you have authority to tell sickness to go. Well, see, we can't stand here today and say, well, I guess 2016, that that authority to tell sickness to go is gone. No, it's not gone. It's all over the scriptures. David said in Psalm 103, forgives all my iniquities, heals all my diseases. Psalm 6 is David's just saying, hey, what good is it going to do if I die? <laughs> he says, my, I wet my, my pillow with my tears all night long. Heal me. Anyway, verse 10. Jesus stood there. Look at this. Turning to the crowd, I have not seen faith like this 
in all of Israel. Well, look, we can replicate it. We just saw what happens. Notice what he says. This is good news. We think there's only going to be three people in heaven. No, there's not. I tell you that many Gentiles, like this Roman officer, shall come from all over the world and sit down in the kingdom of heaven with three dead guys. Well, they're not dead. They're still alive somewhere. Man, there's going to be a massive family in heaven. And many an Israelite, unfortunately, those whom the kingdom was prepared, there we go, all this stuff was prepared for them. They're going to be cast in outer darkness, place of weeping and torment. Man, well, that's because they're not acting like this guy. Then Jesus said to the Roman officer, go on home. What you have believed has happened, and the boy was healed that same hour. Notice this. No points about how to become a better Christian between that verse and the next. They got to Peter's house. Peter's mother-in-law was in bed with a high fever. Jesus, they, Luke's account says they, they entreated the Lord about her. In other words, they, he knew what to do. He touched her. The fever left her. She got up. Look at this. Then it jumped that evening. Man, everybody in town came to Jesus. When he spoke a single word, all the demons left. All the sick were healed. Now look at this. That was fulfilled. Uh, this was to fulfill the prophecy of Isaiah. Now this is a perpetual fulfillment. It's the same. He took our sicknesses and bore our diseases. Boy, if I was reading that and I go, wait a minute here. It says our. Besides that, the very next, this is in Isaiah 53. Remember this verse, all we like sheep have gone astray and the Lord has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. Okay, this all sicknesses is in the verses above it. So if I believe Jesus died for my sins, I have to believe he died for my sickness too. And he did, he did, he did. Wow, just praise the Lord. So much hope we have here. Just fantastic. Anyway, oh, let's go. I'm going to back up one chapter. Look at this. If you back up one chapter... Uh, this is basically the tail end of the Beatitudes. But look at verse 7. Ask, and you will be given what you ask for. Oh, boy, sometimes we have to just read that to go, praise the Lord, that's what he said. I'm going to hold to it. He said, seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be open. Look at this. That got us all right there. Everyone who asks. Praise the Lord. Anyway, any who asks, uh, any who seeks, finds. If you'll only knock, it'll be opened. And then he tells a silly story. If a child asks a father for a loaf of bread, I mean, come on, any good dad, he's going to say, good dads, do this. Will he give him a stone? In other words, switch the request. And how many times in America we heard, well, if you ask the Lord to bless you, he's going to give you a trial. Oh, please. He'll get you out of the trial. Anyway, if he asks for a fish, will he be given a poisonous snake? Man, so many good Christians think that's what happens. I mean, they don't mean, they don't, they're, not, they're not trying to say God's a bad guy, but they don't know what prayer's about. And they laugh. They'll go, oh man, this is serious here. Man, I'm good. we're going to have to pray. <laughs> Has it come to that? We should be praying. Man, absolutely. But if you're not taught that the Lord will answer your prayers, you know, that's, that's what you get. So anyway, he, notice he says, won't your Father in heaven certainly give good gifts to those that ask him for them? Praise the Lord. Let's go to 21. Oh, 21, I, th these are all scattered through there. You can find these on your own. As a matter of fact, you remember when I get to them. This was the fig tree that Jesus, oh, he cursed. Oh, no, he cursed. Anyway, <clears throat> notice he says, truly, in other words, it's a fact. If you have faith and don't doubt, see, the, the, the responsibility is on us. And you can tell yourself, because you can drive out of here and you're worried about something. Right now, it's hard for you to even think about what we're doing. I know I could, too. Say, can you do that while you're preaching? Yeah, 
<laughs> I can preach this and still be worried. <laughs> you know, but, uh, but I do the same thing. I have to go, praise the Lord, you're going to take care of me. Glory to God. If you have faith and don't doubt. So that's something Jesus said I got to do. I got to have faith and I can't doubt. Okay. You can do th- things like this and much more. What? You can even say to this Montesano Mountain. No, Jesus, I think you're going too far there. Well, he said Mount of Olives. Move over into the ocean and it will happen. Look what he says. You can get anything, anything you ask for in prayer if you believe. Praise the Lord. Well, you know, right, well, look at this. If I go to the 18th chapter, you know what's sitting over here. 18, look at this. I tell you this, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you free on earth is is freed in heaven. I tell you this, if two of you agree on earth concerning anything you ask for, anything you ask for of my Father in heaven, he'll do it. That's the reason people, even though sometimes it's gotten watered down or stuff, we say at church, well, hey, we need to pray for sister so-and-so. Pray for this. Well, we're supposed to use our faith with that. A lot of times it's just check-in, check-in, check-in. The whole room's filled full of Pray for so-and-so, they diagnosed with cancer. And everybody goes, oh, that's bad, that's bad. Instead of believing that, you know what? I know we just heard cancer, but we are going to pray, and that stuff's going to die. They're going to live. You know, unfortunately, and it's just because people have gotten soft over the years. Well, actually, just got away from these scriptures. But that's the reason we have this. Praise the Lord. For where two or three, look at this. Now, would, would not he be the same? Oh, yeah. Two or three gathered together because they are mine. Look at this. I will be right there in the midst of them. Oh, my goodness. Notice we're just in Matthew. Look at 16. Look, uh, you, you know this is coming. Watch this. Oh. Uh, let me get down here too. Yeah, look at this. Oh. Uh, so he come out of Morgan City, whatever. He asked to decide, wait, who does, who's everybody say I am? Well, some say you're John the Baptist. Remember, because John got killed, so they're saying he's resurrected. I mean, there's, they're trying to explain some reason why he had these magical powers. Some say Elijah. Well, I thought Elijah was just a make-believe story. No, it wasn't. Even Jeremiah. Jeremiah was like invincible. Anyway, he says, well, who do you think I am? Well, Simon blurted out, you're the Christ. Remember all that? Now, look what the Lord told him. He said, uh, Simon, son of Jonah, look what he says. My Father in heaven has personally revealed this to you. You didn't get it from any human source. Look at this. You're Peter and a stone upon this rock. He wasn't talking about old Peter, but anyway, I'm going to build my church. Look at this. And all the powers of hell won't prevail against it. Oh, that's the reason I'm, I'm glad that I don't have to roll over. I, I should fight till the end. Fight. Now look what he says. I will give you the kingdom, the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Now that has to have something to do with the powers of hell. Again, yeah, you've been given the keys. That, that just makes me think, you know, I'm so silly. You know, it's just like Phil's looking for that cell phone, okay? And he knows it's in his front right pocket, but he still wants to believe I've lost it, you know. That's how stupid that is. You've been given the keys, you know, praise the Lord. Anyway, Phil's going to find his cell phone. It's not in his front right pocket. I called it a moment ago. It didn't ring. <laughs> but you know how it is. He's like, oh, I, don't have, I don't have the keys. I can't do nothing. Whatever. Look at that word. Whatever. 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 Well, I tell you, anybody that can create the heavens, create the earth, create us, and they tell us that one tiny cell, I can't even pinpoint it because it's way smaller than it, one cell in our body has got more detail than the space shuttle. I think in school we were told that the cell just has a nucleus 
and it has whatever. And it was like, ah, it's basic. No, it's more to it. You get down in it. Anyway. Wow. Well, let's click over here somewhere else. Let's go to uh, oh, the book of John here. Oh, I passed it. No, here we go. John's Gospel. And look what's called the first miracle. Two days later, Jesus' mother was a guest at a wedding. Well, that's not spiritual. Well, now, wait a minute. God created man and a woman? Remember, after all them animals? and I get so ticked off at my own being raised. Like when you come through those church doors, oh, somber. And I realized when I was a little kid, Mama trying to keep me quiet. So I understand that. But all of a sudden, I, you grow up as an adult and you're looking, ain't nobody happy in there. We're all listening to the preacher, and we're all quiet. Yeah, and we were taught to be. We were taught to be that way. Had no idea. Had, and remember, this is gonna get involved in drinking right here. Oh, Jesus, he should be so pious or whatever you want to call it. Uh, you don't want to go to a wedding. Oh, he was the minister. He wasn't even the minister. Watch this story. They were guests. At a wedding. It's just like the ones you see on your movies. It's a happy time. After you have the wedding, they go have the little party. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. Anyway, the wine supply ran out. What? Oh, no. Yeah. During the festivities, Jesus' mother came to him with the problem. So according to what we've been studying so far, guess what? She's tracking right like we should. Go to Jesus. Look, Jesus actually says no. Nope. But she knew better. She's like, mm -mm. And we have the same story everywhere in the scriptures. Don't ever give up. It isn't my time yet for miracles. Well, he's fixing to do one. It's going to be the first one, they call. He said, no, it's not time. <laughs> Look what his mother said. Whoops, I passed it. Uh, his mother told the servants, do whatever he tells you to do. Praise the Lord. She wasn't taking no for an answer. Wow, here's the story. Six stone potter wa uh, water pots were standing there uh, containing, they were used for ceremonial purposes and perhaps 20 or 30 gallons each. This is going to be some wine. Six of them times 30. Do the math. What's that? Uh, six times that. 180 gallons. Man, what a delivery. He told the servants to fill them to the brim. Now watch this. It's kind of cute. When this was done, he said, dip some of that out and take it to the master ceremonies. I'm sure they're like, okay. Can you imagine when they dipped it out? They're like, that was water. But he's on his way. Yeah. He's got to be grinning going, man. I, don't you know that that guy probably gave his heart to the Lord? Man. When the master of the ceremony tasted the water, that was now wine, not knowing where it come from, but look at this, though of course the servants did, they knew. Well, it was just lucky. I mean, lightning hit. And it's so much, so funny. Hollywood, when they want to show a miracle, they always use lightning, like electricity. It's all about electricity. No, it's not. Now look what they said. He called the bridegroom over. Hey, say it was Dustin, you know. Hey, Dustin, where'd you get this good stuff from? <laughs> you have been clueless. You're different from most. Usually the host uses, uses the best wine first, and then everyone starts to get full and doesn't care. Then you bring out the cheap stuff. Jesus had the good stuff the whole time. Mercy's sakes. What do you think Mary was doing? Don't you know Mary was beside herself? Because she was the one that was told by the angel, you're going to have a son. His name's going to be Jesus. <sighs> wow. Anyway, <clears throat> but you've kept the best for last. This miracle at Canaan in Galilee was Jesus' first public demonstration of his heaven-sent power. And his disciples believed that he was the Messiah. Wow.
you know, it, it, it's it's funny. It, it's you know, you just keep you keep oh, going over this stuff right here. Let me go to the. I want to jump to the fourth chapter. The third chapter is John three sixteen. But look at the end of this fourth chapter here. Uh, very tail end of it here. Uh, where is it at? Yeah, here we go. In the course of his journey from, we'll say, from Gunnersville to Arab, he came to the town of Canaan where he turned the water to wine. Okay, we know the story. There was a government official whose son was very sick. Hmm. Now, this is not the centurion. The centurion had a slave. This is a mayor whose son was sick. He heard Jesus came from Judea, was traveling into Galilee. Let's see if he used any faith. Well, of course he did. He came, he went over to Canaan. He found Jesus, begged him to come to Capernaum to heal his son, who is now at death's door. Well, it's over with. Just forget it. That's why we lose a lot. We just, we just quit. We think it's too late. Notice what he says. Won't any of you believe in me unless I do more and more miracles? Boy, this guy pled. says, please, before my child dies. Jesus said, look at this. Go back home. <laughs> Your son's healed. Now, notice Jesus didn't say he wasn't going to do it. Because he said, do more and more miracles. Matter of fact, when, when the disciples couldn't cast a demon out, demon out one time, Jesus got in there and he said, how long am I going to be here? <laughs> in other words, y'all need to get this together yourselves. The man believed Jesus and started home. Now, that is so important. I mean, he could have just said, well, God, I wanted him to come and he didn't come. No, Jesus said, go home, your son's healed. Boy, this guy snapped to it. He said, okay. On his way, some of his servants met him that with the news that all was well. His son had recovered. Praise God. Uh, he asked him, this is so funny. He said, whoa. He had a little question. Oh, well, what time did he begin to feel better, the lad? There, well, yesterday at noon, about 1 o'clock, his fever disappeared. Then the father realized it was at the same moment that Jesus told him, your son is healed. So it wasn't lucky. It wasn't anything about, well, it just, he just had a high fever and it broke, whatever. No, praise the Lord. This guy got off his backside, went to Jesus and said, I have got to have your help. And of course, you know he got it. Let me close with a couple of promises right here. Let's look at them real quick. Just one after another. The 14th chapter. <clears throat> I'm the way and the truth and the life. Remember that? But notice what he says down here. I tell you, look, he says, I'm not lying. Anyone believing in me shall do the same miracles I've done. Oh, even greater ones. It makes sense because I'm out of here. I'm going to heaven. Look at this. You can ask me for anything using my name and I'll do it. That's going to bring praise to the Father because of, of what I, the Son, will do for you. Yes, ask anything. Oh, my goodness. This is getting so out of hand. Wow. No, it's not getting out of hand. It's just what Jesus said. Look at verse 7 here, 15th chapter. I like to say this is the, you know, this is the, the template for asking. Notice it says, you may ask, look at that, you may ask any request you like, and it'll be granted. Oh, my goodness. That's not all. There's another one down here in the, in the 15th chapter. Oh, let's see, where is it at? Oh, it's right here toward the end. Oh. Yeah, there it is. Look at that. So that no matter, look at this, this is verse 16. No matter what you ask from the Father, using my name, he will give it to you. Oh, my goodness. This is open-ended. The 16th chapter, all the way down to verse 23 and 24. He says, at that time, you won't need to ask me for anything. For you'll go directly to the Father and ask him. He'll give you what you ask for because you use my name. Look at this. You haven't tried this before. But begin now. Ask using my name and you'll receive. And you're, look at that. And you will. <laughs> you'll be beside yourself. Your cup's going to, oh, my goodness. Praise the Lord. My goodness. 
Well, we better stop. Father, we just thank you for your word today. We thank you that because of you, you sure keep our hopes up. Praise the Lord. You created the heavens and all that, and you'll take care of all our problems, whatever they are. So if we're dealing with sickness, praise the Lord, you'll take care of that. Hallelujah. And if it's finances, praise the Lord, you'll take care of that. If it's something else, not even related to any of that, but boy, it's on our heart. We need help. We need a way out. You'll get us out. And that doesn't leave anything left for us to lay out our track record of all the great things you've done for us so we can tell others about Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Now Phil's going to go find his cell phone. <clears throat>